Welcome to another edition of Fire Talk, where we talk about the latest in fire athletics. I'm your co-host, Drew Watson, Director of Athletics. My partner, Dr. Ingle, is traveling today, but we look forward to having him back soon. Uh, in my chair today, we have a very special guest, our head wrestling coach, Travis Patrick. How you doing, Travis? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Really good to have you here today. And, you're, you're, you know, this is a very busy time of year for you, is yeah. it not? Yeah. Uh, last weekend, we competed in the Appalachian Athletic Conference playoffs, basically the championship match. Uh, and we, we, did, we did fairly well there. I mean, we're sending 12 wrestlers to nationals, which is the max, correct? Yeah, so you can enter 12 into the conference tournament, and we qualified all 12 through to, to Wichita. So uh, it was good. Actually, um, you know, we were the only one in the, in the nation to qualify all 12 front door. So automatic bids, uh, at-large bids came out yesterday, yep. and then Grandview got their 12th guy in. Indiana Tech got their 12th guy in. But one of three teams in the country that got 12 through. Oh, congratulations. It's quite an accomplishment for the guys. Um, you know, on this show, we like to talk sports, but – you know, I think we like to delve into kind of the background. You know, wrestling is a very interesting sport. It's mano y mano. You know, there's, there's, you know, the 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 rest of the team can't lose the game for you. Uh, it's really on you. It's on your training preparation. It's on your discipline, on your technique. Um, and it's it's a unique sport. You know, so how does how does a Travis Patrick get to the point where wrestling is a passion and you want to do that for a career? Yeah, uh, I've been blessed with a lot of great mentors, I think, in, in my career, both uh, in my wrestling career and then in my coaching career that have kind of led the way for that uh, and and given me a passion for it. So, But uh, I wrestled, started wrestling when I was in second grade, I had just kind of youth wrestling out in Castle Rock, Washington, and hmm. um, my dad got me into it early, so he'd wrestled in, in high school and so put us in it just for kind of the, the discipline aspect and, and the training aspect of it, and I fell in love with it. Just had a natural gift for it, you know, God-given ability, yeah. and um, just kind of came to my own a little bit in high school and loved the individual aspect of it where, like you said, you kind of get, get out what you put in. Um, but then there's a team camaraderie as well that you need these guys around you pushing you. So um, you need the teammates, you need everybody around you getting you ready to go, and then when you step out there and put your foot on the line, you know, it's just you and the other guy. Well, it is a blessing to to fall in love with a sport in second grade, you know, but but it, it, in, in any sport, and I would say in particular with wrestling at some turns, you know, there's a there's there's adversity that hits that tries to kind of pull you off that path. You know, what did you use in those moments where you're like, I, I hate wrestling. Wrestling's tough. Right? You know, what did you – how did you pull yourself through those moments? Yeah, uh, and we talked to our guys about just remembering your why, you know, what, what yeah. got you into it in the first place. Um, and I think going into those moments, knowing that they're going to come, um, helps you get through them. Yeah. Um, you're going to have days where you don't want to go to practice. You're going to have days where you are beat up, you don't feel like competing, you know, whatever that may be. But understanding you're going to get through those moments is big. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, obviously faith in Christ is, is big, you know, um, I think that wrestling is a great microcosm for life yeah. uh, and a lot of the lessons that we learn, prepare you, you know, prepare these guys for when they're graduating and then the brotherhood around, you know, um, sometimes it's like, Hey, if you can't do it for you, do it for the guys around you. Yeah. Well, so much of life is just getting over your feelings, right? Yeah. You know, don't feel like getting up early today. Don't feel like hitting the weight room. Yeah. But figuring out a way to master your feelings and to get there anyway, I think, yeah. is is the measure of success for, for most people. So that's certainly, as you say, microcosm of life. I mean, sports is that. Yeah. So, you know, appreciate that perspective. Now, how did you get to Southeastern? You were coaching at Arizona Christian University out in the desert out there. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you, how do you end up in Lakeland, Florida? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a long journey, but a, a fast journey kind of in, in the same way. So uh, I've been coaching for almost five years out in the Bay Area, California at Menlo College mm-hmm. um, and then started the program out at Arizona Christian. was there for, for two years. And while I was there, uh, Anna Welsh, who uh, got brought up on last week's podcast, yeah. um, but her and I got to work together. She was the head softball coach there, so we got to know each other well. And, um, you know, she's a great, great coach and a good mentor as well. Yeah. Um, and then so she left uh, my second year at Arizona Christian. She left, moved back out to Florida. Uh, and it was right after the national tournament. Uh, my second year, I'd actually seen the, you know, Southeastern was there and talked to their coaches and stuff and get back. And, and then Anna shoots me a text like a couple of days later and, and just says, hey, you know, coach here, step down. Uh, I think you should apply. You know, I think you should come out here. It'd be a great place yeah. to go. So um, that kind of started a snowball effect where I, you know, reached out to you and, and started the interview process. And, and here we are. Well, it's it, if if I have if we have one more guest on the show that mentions Anna Welsh, I think she's going to ask for some sort of royalty, yeah. you know. So I'll make sure we don't have one next next uh, show that <laughs> might just have to bring Anna on the podcast. Yes, she's she's as I said last week, she looks out for us, and you know I really appreciate that. And and really, that's that's uh, that's a God thing, you know. When you look at it, when you when you look at you and Tyler, you know, just wanted wanted to be led by by Jesus in this and end up where He wants you. Um, you know, there's a lot of steps in that process, yeah. and um, and it usually starts with a with a maybe an obscure relationship, you know, that ends ends you up where God wants you. So, we certainly are are very proud of you and uh, and and excited about the future of the wrestling program. Now, you've been you've been busy lately with probably some appointments uh, that you you're not typically going to. Uh, you're, you uh, having an addition to the family soon? Yeah, we got a baby girl coming any day now. Could be. You know, in ten minutes or ten days or you don't know. So, yeah, we're excited. So, baby appointments every week now, and uh, you know, it's it's a little bit stressful here and there with the end of wrestling season, but it's it's good stress. It's all good stuff. That's great. Congratulations. We're looking forward to meeting her for sure. All right. So, you talked about the twelve guys. Can you name the twelve guys off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, and it's actually kind of uh, it's a little bit unique in that. Last year we took uh, all ten weight classes, and it's one of yeah. the unique things with NAI that's great is you can take twelve guys instead of just the ten, mm-hmm. um, the division two and, and division three to take. Um, so we can double up in some weights, and, and with that you can we can leave some weight weights home if we're not as strong there. But so we're doubled up at, at one twenty five with Isaac Kroll and and Izo Bazilme, um, both the, those guys ranked top ten in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, one forty one we're doubled up as well. Parker Brocky, Kale Brisker, both those guys ranked top ten in the country. Uh, 149, we got Andreas Bond, two-time All-American, was a national champ a couple years ago. Um, he'll be a, a top-five seed at the national tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, doubled up at 57 again. Um, Sal Silva, who was an All-American at 49 last year, moved up a weight. Uh, and then Trace Braun. Um, so it's pretty cool, and we're taking taking two to weight class, and, and we got a pair of brothers uh, engaged who's a heavyweight. Um, 174, we got a, a pair of graduate students, um, Stephen Kelly and Douglas Pepper. So excited for those guys to finish out their careers there. Um, 84, we got Coleman Bryant, uh, who actually qualified, man, probably three, four years ago. Yeah. He was an All-American as a freshman and has battled through some injuries the last couple of years. And so it's exciting to see him make a make a return here in, in his senior year. Uh, and then at heavyweight, we're, we're doubled up one more time with, uh, we got Gage Braun, returning national champ. Um, you know, he's been a huge addition to our program over the last, last two years. And then Gabe Jacobs, who is a mid-semester transfer um, sophomore, uh, been there a couple times, so it's exciting to, to have him in the lineup as well. Well, you mentioned Coleman. Brian Coleman is one of your leaders on the team. You know, he, he runs a team Bible study. Always been, you know, excited to watch him kind of progress as a freshman to, to a senior here. 
One of the interesting things about Coleman is, you know, when you mentioned the national tournament three, four years ago, he was rocking a, a mustache, mm-hmm. you know, back at that time. If you talk to him about that, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, but he oh, he's, was, he's thinking about bringing it back. We'll see. We'll see where, well, where with, we're with at. Mustaches are back, mm-hmm. you know, so he was, he was ahead of his time, mm-hmm. you know, back at that time. So, you know, excited about the guys. The tour- tournament is March 3rd and 4th in Wichita, Kansas. So you get to visit. Uh, Dorothy, Dorothy's uh, backyard there in Kansas, yeah. and uh, I'm going to be out there really excited to, to see what the team can do. Now, I will say the interesting part about wrestling, you talk about doubling up, these guys could face each other yeah. in the national tournament. Yeah, and that's, uh, I guess, one of the, the blessings and the curse of it. So we uh, thankfully didn't have it at all last year, but um, yeah, there's a good chance. I mean, we've got a lot of guys seated high. And yeah. so, you know, if you're looking at guys that make the quarterfinals together, you know, it could happen at heavyweight. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it looks like right now they could be four and five seed, yeah. uh, which means that they'll be hitting in the, in the quarterfinals. You know, the good thing is, is, you know, one of those guys is going to semis. Bad thing is one guy's having to, to drop in the back door and, and yeah. try to finish out in the consolation round. But that's tough as a teammate, right? I mean, I, they're warriors. You want to win, but you look across the mat there, and it's a, a guy you've wrestled all season in practice sure. and tried to get to, tried to make better. So yeah. excited about the team, excited about what's coming up. Uh, so let's get to other sports. I know, you know, you, you, I don't know how much of an expert you are in other sports, but we're going to start with basketball, uh, where last Thursday the men's basketball team beat Kaiser to clinch the Sun Conference regular season championship, uh, beating the Seahawks 68-66. The team trailed by double digits twice in the game, but rallied to pull out the victory. Shout out to the fans who came out and supported the team. I don't know that I've seen the furnace in quite some time as packed and as energetic and crazy as it was that night. It was a, it was a great atmosphere, and we thank the fans for that. Riley Minix, uh, I think I should probably just call him Riley at this point. I don't think you have to say Minix. <laughs> uh, he's had such a great career here. Uh, he led, led the uh, both teams with 28 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, Jalen Mall had had some key buckets in the second half, ended with 14. This weekend, the team hosts the Sun Conference Final Four. Uh, we play Weber on Friday night at 7:30. A championship game is then Saturday at seven o'clock. Now, I think you've like I've I see coaches on our mm-hmm. staff at other at other events, yeah. uh, and I think I've seen you the most at basketball. Now. Because of the appointments and stuff that's going on with the baby, you haven't been at as many basketball games. But do you have a love for basketball that that you are you just kind of out there to support your colleagues? Yeah, I, I love sports in general. Yeah. Um, and I think Randy Lee's doing a great job. Coach Lee yeah. doing a great job with that program. So um, fun seeing them compete and they're having a heck of a year again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to get out and, and support. So you know, we hope people come out and, and watch wrestling matches and and you know we know how much passion how much work they put into their craft so yeah. um good to go out and support and and watch them put on a show yeah well women's basketball had a big playoff game uh this week they uh they hosted weber and really came out of the gate on fire no pun intended but they they were they were could not miss and, and we're up big time at halftime now one thing if you've watched weber compete in in any sport they they really are very gritty uh, they don't give up, and they certainly didn't give up, give up in this game. They were down almost 30 in the first half and cut it to 10 uh, late in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, the, the the ladies hit some really big shots and ended up prevailing. Uh, final score was 89-76. Anya Noflak had 30 points, and Kiki Brightsman 26 for the fire. Uh, we now uh, head to Miami Gardens, uh, where we go to number one seed Florida Memorial. 
and face uh, the Bobcats of St. Thomas University. Interesting matchup there because the team split in the regular season. We we went down there and beat them uh, 77-69 at their place. And then two weeks ago in the furnace, St. Thomas came into town and repaid the favor and beat the fire uh, 92-84. So this should be a very good matchup coming uh, here on uh, here tomorrow uh, on Friday. So, all right, we're going to go to golf. All right, the men placed third at the Las Vegas shootout hosted by Oklahoma City University out in uh, at Boulder Creek Golf Club in Las Vegas. They shot seven under as a team in the second round, five under as a team in the third. Matthew Sosinek led the, led the way, tied for third place, a uh, total of eight under 208. Nick Cirillo tied for sixth with five under score of 211. Now, I've seen you golf. Uh, you've seen me golf. Do we have anything constructive to say about golf? No, we got we got nothing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I uh, not not a great golfer, not a great golfer, but I do enjoy getting out there. Once yeah, it's in a while. good to get out there in the in the beautiful weather and and you know laugh with the people that are in your foursome and look for balls and you know that's been my experience. So, yep. uh, great job, guys. On the women's side, team finished third at the Kinderloo Forest Spring Invitational. Uh, Hallie Riley, who's a senior on the team, won the tournament. Uh, she shot an even round 72 on Tuesday. So congrats to Haley. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, you've got to be really focused over, over the course of three rounds oh, to absolutely. win a tournament. So congrats on that. Baseball. <clears throat> Baseball continues to roll. Last night, they, keep you know, we, we beat Ave Maria 10-5. Uh, this team is very interesting because early on it was, you know, kind of a theme that carried over from last year. We've talked about on this show before where – they're giving coach gray hairs because they're down. They were down earlier in the season, eight to one in the eighth. They won that game. I mean, they, they're scoring runs late. Now I happen, I'm not going to claim that I have any power over the baseball team, but I happened to, you know, in their, in their second game against Oklahoma city last weekend, which we ended up sweeping after coming back late in the first game to win it. I happened to be walking through the furnace cafe and a number of the players were eating their pregame meal. And I said, Hey guys, how about some early runs tonight? Huh? I mean, just get like go easy on coach for once. And they, yeah, yeah, we got you tonight. Well, they dropped seven runs in the first inning. There you go. And so I'm gonna have to maybe walk through there, you know, more often. So last night, or I'm sorry, on Tuesday night, we had a uh, a non-conference conference game with Ave Maria. As I said, beat them ten to five. But now what's happened is it shifted. Hmm. So they've got a lot of offense early, and then it kind of peters out at the end. So so the baseball team's gonna find a happy medium. You know where it stays consistent the whole game, but that's what early season's yeah. about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, working out the kinks, learning to play together, and and uh, becoming more complete. So that's good, man. And they're turning national champs. Looks like they're not slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, coaches don't like to talk about that, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, when I you, can talk about them, but you I, don't, I don't like to talk about me, and I'm sure it's the same for same for yeah, them. Yeah. So, so they're they're trying. You know, the, you know, Coach Dinkle and the, and the the coaching staff's trying to go forget last year. Mm-hmm. In fact, the, the opening weekend, I think the PA read had you're defending national champions, yeah. and they take that out of there. That always makes a coach a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah we don't want to talk about last year. We want to yeah. focus on this year. Uh, so, so uh, coming up here, uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple games here. We play Point Park at one and three p.m. tomorrow, and then we welcome Juts into town on Saturday for another doubleheader starting at noon. So, uh, busy weekend for uh, for Fire baseball. Now softball. Uh, they start out, swept Bryant, uh, Bryant College, uh, ten, uh, eight rundum in both games. Uh, they ran into Truett McConnell, 
uh, uh, last week and lost uh, last Friday and lost six four and four three. Uh, the second game being ended by by darkness. Um, even though the ball is yellow, mm-hmm. uh, you can't can't really play after dark. Um, big week for softball this week. Uh, we host today. We host number two. Uh, Mobile, who's coming to town. First time ever they've been in town. And then on Saturday, we've got number 11, Grandview. Uh, both both doubleheaders start at 1 and 3 p.m. And uh, I would say to the fans, try and make it out, you know, today against Mobile and even Saturday against Grandview. This is a team that, uh, in co- talking to Coach Watkins, you know, sometimes, you know, as we talked about with baseball, Saltball had a great year last year. They finished third in the country at the yeah. World Series. And you know this as a coach. You change out a couple pieces in a, in a team, and it's a whole different team. Yep. And so this team is is still trying to figure out how to play well together, and you know, look out when they when they figure it out because you know, as as they play the next two weeks, they play a lot of softball. And I think when you see this this team get some innings under their belt, they're going to be a, a team to look out for. All right, tennis. Tennis uh, was off last weekend, but they head to Georgia this weekend. Uh, play uh, um, Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College uh, on uh, tomorrow, and then head to number five Middle Georgia State on Saturday. Um, now, you and the tennis coach, uh, Coach Dickens, you have a pretty good, pretty good relationship. He was uh, he was on your on when you came came to visit with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went out to to dinner with he and Kelsey and Clay and, and Darcy. Do you have any advice? Uh, for the tennis coach as they face number five middle Georgia this weekend? <laughs> uh, none that he would take probably, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see what he's doing there. They've been heading on a great trajectory the last couple of years. So they got to put together a great recruiting class and, and he's doing a, a heck of a job. So I'll still uh, beat him in, in Frisbee golf, but he, he'd handle me <laughs> in, in tennis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, you two are both enthusiasts yeah. at Frisbee golf. So who, who's better? Who's the better Frisbee golf player? I'm sure he'd say him, but, uh, I'll take me any day. Okay. Well, and that's where that's, you know, Frisbee golf is something that people, a lot of people don't talk about, but it's very popular here Mm. in town. There's two courses, right? Yeah. There's one at down at Carter Road Park. Yeah. Right. Where's Mm. the other one? Uh, Holloway. Okay. Holloway Park there. So the ones, yeah, the the one farther south is a little bit smaller. I like playing that one a little bit better. Holloway Park's pretty big, some pretty long, long drives. Can we set up a match? You know, with you and Coach Dickens. Yeah. Where, you we, know, we... We can televise it, put it on Yeah, on we Fire put TV. it on a live stream. Yeah. You know, but I'd like to see that. I'd like to see, I'd like to hear kind of the lead up to trash talk and, mm-hmm. and see who actually prevails. So let's let's make that happen. So big weekend for, for tennis. Good luck for both for, to both teams. A big test for them. Now track and field. Uh, out The outdoor track and field teams were at Embry-Riddle and Daytona Beach last Saturday. Uh, now, I, now we need to distinguish. We talked a couple episodes ago about track winning the conference championship, and now we're going to Embry-Riddle. So you wouldn't say basketball won the ch- championship and then keep talking about contests. Yeah. You're at the end of your season. We're not in two weeks going to be talking about – so there's a difference between indoor and outdoor track. Yeah. So unique. indoor track is, an, is a winter sport, so that's the championship we've been talking about. Well, now outdoor track starts to starts to heat up, and, and they the team went to Daytona Beach – Really successful day. Uh, senior Isaiah Pollock and freshman Jer- Jeremiah student t- Stewart tied for second place in the high jump, 1.8 meters. I don't know about you, but I'm not a metric guy, but 1.8 meters is not something that I, you know, you give you give me a half-mile start, I'm not going to jump 1.8 meters. So that's that's uh, that's uh, quite a height. 
Sophomore Carlos Jackson dominated the weight throw by a best mark 13.58 meters, followed by junior Cody Rand at 12.44 meters, then, then senior Cameron Gabers at 11.53. Carlos Jackson also received second, or earned second in the discus mm. at 42.11 meters. Uh, we had three three men qualify for the NAIA B standard. Now, if you if people don't know what that is, in order to go to nationals, the NAI sets up a standard that that competitors need to reach to be able to qualify for the tournament. So the A standard is a higher level, the B standard is a little bit lower level, but it's still the standard. So we had three men qualify B standard, which puts them at nationals. Uh, James Turner, who's a freshman, came in first in the 400 meter meter heater, uh, hurdles at 53.9 seconds. Uh, senior Darian Carter, 54.02. Senior Vince Lopez, 54.49. That's I don't crazy. know about you, but 400-meter hurdles. So it's 400 meters, and you're jumping over things. Yeah, it's hard enough for me to run 54 seconds, <laughs> shoot under a minute without hurdles in the way you start jumping over stuff. There's no way. Man, these guys are, are very talented. And, it's, and if you've never been to a track meet, it is, it is a lot of fun and very yeah. intense, very intense to be at. Uh, SU had the top three spots in the 100 meters as well on the men's side with DeAndre Randall winning at 10.94 seconds. Freshman Keelan Lano, 11.09 seconds. And senior Jonathan Moulton in third with 11.29. You know, so these guys are killing it. And uh, and I think, you know, if you talk to Coach Dotson, he's going to say we've got a real shot at the national title in outdoor outdoor men's track. So yeah. going to be excited to see how this season on, on unfolds for the fire in track on the women's side last weekend senior Tanae Grigsby won the 100 meter hurdles so uh, the women are the women are certainly there too and and you you, you think about this program we don't have a track uh, that that's dedicated to our use so these these uh, coaches and student athletes have to go all over town yeah you know like and and you know George Jenkins all saints and and try and make schedules work and I I just have so much ad, ad, admira, admiration for the coaching staff <laughs> And the student athletes who who get all this done, but do so without their own facility. So yeah. you know, really kudos to those guys. Um, last, we're going to talk about beach volleyball. Last but not least, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know that we have beach. You know, we've got the indoor team that's been here for years, but a few years ago we started a beach team. Uh, they play uh, they play on the sand court over in uh, Destino Courtyard. Uh, but also they have got some other spots around town. Coach Goldsbury is doing a great job with that team. They've struggled out of the gate here. You know, they've lost their first three matches, but they get another crack at it this weekend as they also travel to Georgia to face Truett McConnell on Friday uh, and St. Andrews on Saturday. Technically, that's actually at St. Andrews, so they're traveling through Georgia to North Carolina. And uh, so we're, so best, best, luck to, best of luck to the team there as they hit the road. So that's all we've got this week. Thank you for joining me, Travis. Best wishes as you, as you travel to Kansas. Yeah, thank you. For NAI Nationals, it's going to be fun to watch. As we close out today, I want to say thank you for listening. Hopefully, we, you can all come out and support us at our upcoming games. As we've said, we have softball today and Saturday, baseball tomorrow and Saturday, and men's basketball at home all weekend uh, in the furnace. Game times can be found on scufire.com. If you can't make it in person, remember, you can tune in and watch live for free by going to sufire.com and visiting the Fan Zone tab. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Fire!